Hi, this is Benoit, your host of the Solar Maverick podcast. This episode of the podcast is where I was interviewed on another podcast called the Create Your Life Series with Kevin Y. Brown. This is episode 172 of the Create Your Life Series, and the episode name is Renewable Energy Goals with me, Benoit Thanjan. It was released in January of 2020. It was also broadcast on Sirius XM Radio. Kevin is also the producer of the Solar Maverick podcast and has a company called Podcast Laundry that provides strategy for podcasts and edit podcasts. Kevin and his team does a great job with the Solar Maverick podcast. I would like to thank our listeners who we call Mavericks for listening. Thank you for your support, feedback, and comments. If you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at info at renewenergy.com. That's I-N-F-O at R-E-N-E-U energy.com. Thank you again for listening to the Solar Maverick podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series, and I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and today's show is sponsored by our guest, Benoit Thanjan, who is a successful owner of Renew Energy, which is a global solar energy consulting and development company. Each week, his podcast, The Solar Maverick, delivers his insight on the solar energy market, as well as advice and knowledge from the industry experts he features as guests on the show. In addition to covering solar, Benoit interweaves his and his guests' learnings and experiences as entrepreneurs. So subscribe and listen to the Solar Maverick podcast, where solar meets entrepreneurship. We have a guest here today that is no stranger to the Create Your Life series. Having been a guest before, he is our only guest to bring us knowledge of the solar industry and what the future has to hold in terms of renewable energy and how to save money as a home or apartment owner. He's the founder and CEO of Renew Energy. He took his passion for sustainability and renewable energy and turned it into a company that has traded $27 million in solar renewable energy credits, which are called SREX. He attributes his success to his time working as an SREC trader in the Project Finance Group for Solar City, a company that merged with Tesla in 2016. With the BS in finance and economics from the Stern School of Business and an MBA in finance from Rutgers University, he has an extensive financial background. Having previously worked as the vice president at Vanguard Energy Partners, he focused on project finance solutions for commercial scale solar projects. In addition, he used his financial expertise while working for Ridgewood Renewable Power, Deloitte & Touche, Ernst & Young, and D.E. Shaw & Co. His current company, Renew Energy, provides consultation for other companies looking to save money, modernize their energy use, and implement solar energy practices. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about no other than Mr. Renewable Energy himself, Benoit Thanjin. Benoit, please say hello to the Create Your Life hello, Series. Hello, Create Your Life Series. Kevin, thank you again for having me on the show and I'm excited to be back. It was my first podcast interview 
that I ever did on your show. And I appreciate an opportunity to be on again. No, absolutely, man. I want to jump right in. For those who didn't hear your first episode with us on Create Your Life, can you briefly tell us what Renew Energy is and what you guys do exactly? Definitely. So Kevin did a great job with the initial description, but we help uh, develop commercial, industrial, and utility scale solar projects. And we help doing as well, like a financial and technical feasibility for companies that are looking to go solar. We also broker SREX, as Kevin mentioned, and we also manage SREX as well. We source financing for projects. So we're both a consulting firm and a development company. But I got to ask for those that don't know and didn't get to listen to your amazing first episode with us, what is an SREC? Sure. An SREC is a solar renewable energy credit that basically represents one megawatt hour of solar energy. And what has happened is states have created an SREC to incentivize companies that generate electricity in that state to have a certain percentage in renewable energy or specifically solar energy. And if they don't meet the compliance obligations, then the electricity company buys these credits, which helps then incentivize solar development in that state. Okay. So, Benoit, how did you get into renewable energy? Tell us that story really quickly. Yeah, definitely. So how that happened was my first background in energy was at Deloitte and Touche. And then I knew that renewable energy sustainability was my passion. So from Deloitte and Touche, I was able to then transition to Ridgewood Renewable Power, which is a private equity fund where I analyzed investments in renewable energy projects. Okay. And I want to let the Create Your Life series know too, that your first episode with us is number 134. So Create Your Life family, if you want to know about <laughs> Benoit a little bit more and the conversation prior to this one, listen to episode 134, or the Solar Maverick podcast every single week. So, Beno, it's been a little bit over a year since you were last with us on the show. What's changed for you, man? What's become more challenging, if anything, or what's the update? There's so many things, so it's hard to figure out which one to focus on. But I think the big thing is, as you mentioned, Kevin, was when I was last on this podcast, your podcast, that was my first ever interview on a podcast. And now I have my own podcast called the Solar Maverick Podcast That's that focuses on solar and entrepreneurship. And it's been an amazing journey. I mean, I've grown and learned so much from having my own podcast. That's definitely a big change from when we last spoke last year. Now I know a lot better how it is to have your own podcast. And it's amazing to see how popular the podcast has gotten in a very short period of time. Awesome. So I want to kind of, I know I'm jumping back sure, and forth a little definitely. bit, but what are some of the latest developments in the renewable space and how can we learn more? I mean, this is a space that I actually, <laughs> you know, from listening to the Solar Maverick podcast, this is one of those spaces that I'm like very eager to invest in. So what are some of yeah. the latest updates? Well, you could always find the latest updates on the Solar Maverick podcast, obviously plugging my own podcast, but there are a lot of exciting things that are happening with the industry, specifically related to solar, is the cost of solar keeps going down exponentially. The efficiencies of the panels are getting better and better. That means basically taking usable light and then turning it to sunlight, turning it to energy as well. And then what's been amazing as well to see is that a lot of states a lot of people, companies are really pushing renewable energy and it's really becoming competitive with fossil fuels. So we're seeing a lot of development exponentially of solar specifically, both in the U.S. and internationally. 
So with that being said, with solar becoming bigger and bigger, as a person on a day-to-day basis, how can we go about having more of a renewable lifestyle in order to contribute to the greater good? There's the three R's in recycling, which we all could incorporate into our lifestyle, which is reduce, reuse, recycle, when that comes down to waste, and then really monitoring your electric consumption. The great thing now is as a residential homeowner, you could actually purchase energy from renewable energy resource through your electricity bill. And also in the future too, there's a thing called community solar, where you could basically buy solar from community solar project in your utility service area. And also I have actually, Kevin, seen that the solar backpack where it has actually a solar panel and then a battery that I use to charge my phone. So, you know, these are like simple sort of ways that you could become lower your carbon footprint and become more renewable energy focused. I like what you said, and you touched on people being able to do and buy renewable energy for their homes. What about if you live in an apartment? Let's say like New York City is a big rental market and a lot of people live in apartments. Can you also do the same thing? Yes. So you could easily do that even if you're in a rental building through your third party energy supplier. You obviously get a bill from we're in Manhattan and Con Ed and then there is options to choose where you could actually buy renewable energy power through your electricity bill. So I kind of want to switch up a little bit. You're an entrepreneur and you've been an entrepreneur for a while. Renew Energy is about seven years in going, right? Yes, in going, yes. (laughs) So that's awesome. But there's this big misconception around entrepreneurship that I find to be interesting in terms of what really goes on and what is usually portrayed out to the world, right? A lot of times in pursuit of running your own company or becoming this person, it takes a while. And sometimes people have to take on different side projects and do other things in order to subsidize their income uh, until things get to a place where they could be 100%. Was that the case for you at all with renewable energy? And if so, how long did you work and do like a side, a different job? How long was you renew energy, a side project essentially before, if it was before you jumped in full time? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question and I could totally relate to that point. So I would say like I was working on Renew Energy on the side for about two to three years, Mm. like nights and weekends, really working on the business and trying to come up with the plan. And then what was actually easier for me to then start the company was that I had a full-time engagement at a company and then it transitioned to being a consultant to the company. So at that point, then I was able to focus on Renew Energy full-time and 100% my time. But you're right. I mean, it's not easy to just go and then suddenly start a company and take that leap. It definitely takes time and to build the income as well to support your lifestyle. Love it. So with that being said, we're here in the month of January. Yes. This month for us is usually all about goal setting. I mean, we start off in December and then we come into January, you know, full-fledged and things like that. But you just talked about taking leaps. And to me, when I hear you say that and you said that you worked on this for two or three years before you actually jumped out, that means that you were strategic, right? And you were calculated in your movements. So with that being said, what are your methods in order to make sure that you are setting goals and meeting them, of course, both before being full-time at Renew Energy, but today in your life as well? I try to actually write down my goals every single day, both short-term and long-term. And then I also actually try to keep track of how I'm doing on those goals. And obviously, if I have to do better on it, then I'll be more focused on it. Then it's really then also looking at what my long-term plan is as well with those goals, as I said, short and midterm, and then really then coming up with a work plan 
that basically helps me to attain those goals. So it's not just writing the goals, but then like the specific tasks and action steps that need to get that, whether it be, you know, daily tasks, weekly, monthly, yearly. So, so I have a question for you. You say that you have these goals and then you write them down daily. What is it that you're writing down on a daily basis? Like, let's say you have five goals for a year. Are you writing down those five goals for the year daily? Or are you writing down your action plan for the day daily? Or what exactly are you writing down? So actually I try to do both, which is hard. Like the action plan, what I do as far as like to help get the goals every day, I come up with like a task list. I actually do it the night before of what are the biggest things that are going to move the needle to get me closer to my goals. And then out of, obviously the list is usually a very long list, but then what are the three things or two things that I absolutely must get done that day to get me closer towards the goals? And that really helps me crystallize what I'm trying to do. I do try to do the big goals that I'm trying to do. I do try to write it down, but I think writing this like action or task list really helps me focus and concentrate on what needs to be done. And then why I like doing it the day before is usually like in the morning, you're kind of like just rushing where the night before you have more clarity and you could think through what will really make the biggest impact. Awesome. My question for you next is, is who's holding you accountable, man? And how do they hold you accountable? (laughs) Obviously, I have family, friends, colleagues who keep me accountable. Lee, who's the marketing director of my company, he's always keeping me accountable with, hey, where are you with certain things? Our goal is this. Where are we going to be with that? Suzanne, who works for me as well, she's constantly following up to make sure certain points that we were focused on, emailing, texting, calling, or having meetings about it. And obviously one of the great things too, with Kevin and I, you're the executive producer of the Solar Maverick podcast. And obviously with Podcast Laundry, who edits our podcast, the podcast is one of my major goals. And you always keep me accountable with making sure to to stay on track on where we are, providing suggestions and feedback, and then also strategies as well to improve the podcast. So yeah, it's multiple people who are providing from different things. Like my family, it's more a personal perspective of being the accountability partner, but it's a team of people that really make me be able to hold me accountable. So So when we're talking about being accountable, we're talking about being calculated and setting goals. Is Renew Energy now at seven years where you planned for it to be? And or did it exceed it? You know what I mean? What were some of your biggest challenges meeting or exceeding where you guys are now? Sure. It's amazing because for me, initially when I started the company, we were purely focused on SREX, these solar renewable energy credits that I talked about before. But now we do so many different things. I mean, it's to me very interesting that we're doing like development, development of commercial industrial utility scale projects, sourcing, financing for projects which I would have never thought back seven years ago. But really what's happened is we've adjusted because solar has changed so much within seven years. We're always have to constantly think about how we could add value to our clients and then adjusting our service offerings where it makes the most sense. Awesome. Well, with that being said, but no, I'm enjoying this interview right now that we're having. (laughs) Absolutely. am. I'm enjoying it as well. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear, man. It's always good to have good conversation and dialogue. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? I know we know each other, so it's always good to just be able to sit and chat. So, Benoit, a little over a year ago, you started your podcast and you've been consistent and have a great engaged niche audience. 
Can you speak about your podcasting journey and roll to 60 plus episodes? Because that is quite a feat. Yeah, definitely. It's surreal when I hear 60 plus episodes because it was definitely a journey. And it's interesting because I've learned so much doing the podcast. The great thing is I learn from our guests who I speak to who are in the solar industry, but they provide a unique perspective. And then also with my co-host, Lee Wang and Suzanne, who we talk about different topics and trends that are happening with the industry. And it's just amazing to me how many people that the podcast has impacted in a positive way. And really, too, like how people feel a connection towards you from listening to the podcast. And it's for me, actually, being a host of a podcast is actually uncomfortable in a certain sense in the beginning, because it's something that I'm not used to. I'm pushing my barriers, I guess, of or pushing my comfort zone to do the podcast. So it's been a great journey and learning experience and really like the appreciation of how much work goes just to have one episode. It's amazing to think about. So, Benoit, I'll just real briefly, can you tell us how did you push past that initial uncomfortability with being the host and how do you continue to do so, right? If this is what's taking you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. So I think as the each episode comes along, I get more and more comfortable. I'm getting more comfortable talking about my experiences. And then also, I think I'm getting better as well with interviewing guests. I think more the challenging part is when I'm really leading the shows where I'm not just asking the guests questions, it's really providing my thoughts and ideas of what's happening in the solar industry, as well as my specific experiences as an entrepreneur. So, so here's a question that I have for you. You're a busy business owner yeah, and podcasting is such a hot topic. How did you know that podcasting was right for you? Because I feel like a lot of times people want to jump in or they jump in, but they're not necessarily aware of what the workload actually is because it's a commitment. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. I mean, what got me interested in podcasting is that I love listening to other podcasts and I noticed that there wasn't really many podcasts related to solar. So I thought that there was a niche that was there. And that's part of the reason why I saw it. And definitely, I think until you actually start having a podcast, I don't think you really understand like the amount of work that actually comes to create a podcast. But I think it's a great way of building yourself as as a thought leader for the industry, making a positive impact in the world. Obviously, the podcast is focused on solar and talk about renewable energy and things like that. Even parts where I talk about my experience, it's very surprising to hear as an entrepreneur how many people listen to that and try to incorporate it. What are some of the benefits that you've received so far with doing this in just over a year? The benefits has been is there's been a lot more people asking me to speak at different conferences and, and events. So I speak at a lot of different solar events. I think from the marketing for Renew Energy, we do get a lot of people who reach out to us and want to learn more about the company and what we do. And then from a public speaking perspective, I mean, I think one of the most important qualities to be successful is to be able to speak well and to be a good public speaker. And the podcast has really helped me really improve my speaking ability. What would you say are some of the challenges and pitfalls to avoid while podcasting? I think the big thing is that obviously you're putting out a podcast out to the world that it's important to take the feedback that you get from the podcast, but it's also important to be what you wanted the show to be about. So being true to what the show you initially wanted it to be, or even how you want to progress, but it's important to take feedback and try to the show, you know, as best as possible. It's interesting because 
we have such a wide range of people and wide audience, meaning that you have people who have no experience in solar to thought leaders and people who are experts in it. So I would say being true to yourself and then understanding that podcasting too is a real commitment and takes a lot of time and energy and effort. And when you say a lot of time, energy and effort, you travel extensively around the world, (laughs) (laughs) right? You attend these personal development, you attend industry conferences and while on location, you host your show at the same time. What are some of the conferences that you've been to in the last year? And also, how do you get people to agree to be on your show and interview right there at the conference? Yeah, so I go to a lot of different conferences because I'm as I go out obviously to solar conferences, real estate conferences because we're developing solar on real estate properties. I also went to a podcast movement and also an influencer conference. The reason why I actually like to do the conferences, the interviews at the conference is because I prefer to actually do the interviews in person versus we do some of our interviews online, but I think it really makes it a lot more personable and I feel like better content. So I will approach people and say, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? I think you would be an amazing interviewer. If there's someone that we haven't got a perspective on, like for example, I've met a major corporate user of solar at a conference and then I asked him, whether he wanted to be interviewed and, you know, we set up a separate time to have it. So I think what I like is there are people there that I might not normally communicate with or be in close vicinity, but the conferences allow me to be there. And I think the interview quality is a lot better when it's face to face. Love that answer. I want to piggyback on that and kind of ask, can you give us some of your tips, maybe like two or three of how you get these people to agree to be your guest on the spot? Oh, yeah. We kind of have like a deck that we basically talks about the podcast and the impact of the podcast. Some of the people will also listen to the podcast or they know of the podcast. So I think if they've listened to it or heard or got heard it before, it's a lot easier for me to convince them. And then really like we have like a a three page deck that goes into why it would be beneficial for them to be interviewed on the podcast. And you probably reach out to them before the conference or? Yeah. So I try to reach out to most of the people before the conference so that they're prepared for it. I mean, there has been some people that I have try to interview them on the spot and see what they say. Cool, cool. So what are some of the top reasons why we should listen to the Solar Maverick podcast, especially to create your life family? So I think the great thing about us is that we talk about a lot of really important topics and trends in the industry. We speak about it from as high level of a perspective that we can so that it's more educational and instructional, especially the episodes that I do with my co-hosts, Lee and Suzanne, because we cover certain topics and you could see it at the titles of the podcast. The other thing too, is we have a lot of experts in the industry who come from a wide background or do different things within the space. So they're able to also provide a unique perspective. It could be sometimes a little technical, but I think it's great immersing yourself into it and seeing the different perspectives that are provided. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that you said that, that it's technical because the thing about you guys from your show is that it's technical, but it's insightful at the same time. And so you get to learn what those things actually mean, those technical terms. And like you've mentioned, and like we all know that solar is here to stay and it's something that's becoming bigger and bigger and more a part of our daily lives. 
And so with that, we need to be informed. And so for me, that's why I tune into the Solar Maverick podcast is because it's a subject that I need to be informed on. It's a great co-host. You guys are actually really funny. (laughs) I listen to you guys laughing more than (laughs) you guys make me laugh. But it's insightful. It's teaching me something that I have no idea about. At the same time, really dropping gems about best practices in business and actually in life overall. So I get that whole insight and feeling of how to create my life better in adding the solar component to it. That's so true. I mean, we try to provide life suggestions from our experience, entrepreneurship suggestions. We're joking around too. It's not always serious. And uh, sometimes talking sports too, man. Sometimes talking sports as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, Benoit, we have reached a different part in the, uh, you've been here before actually, which is very funny. We've reached a different part in the interview. And this part is the dolphin tank. And so my question to you is, is are you ready for this? I guess I'm ready. I've done it one time. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. Because I got to tell you, man, that this is rapid fire. So, you know, those answers got to be quick. So, because you've been here before, Create Your Life Family, you guys got to go back, listen to episode 134. (laughs) I'm going to modify this question a little bit for him, for Mr. Renewable Energy himself. Within the last year, what was holding you back from reaching the next level and how did you overcome it? Sure. So I think it's being more disciplined. We all could be more disciplined. And really, I had to really push through some limiting sort of beliefs that I had and really just do it and not overthink. You know, one of the things is overthinking certain situations and instead just doing it. And I think when I just focused on what I was going to do, instead of overthinking about it, I was able to get through that point. Okay. Top tech that you're using to make your business run smoothly. Sure. This is the one I talk about a lot. I love Google Docs. Like basically we have the whole Google suite with Gmail sharing of Google Docs, which I love Google Drive. So that's the top tech because it's pretty easy to use and very collaborative. So we're working collaboratively all the time. Favorite quote or model that you live by? So this is a quote. I'm sorry, I didn't come up with a new quote uh, from the last time. But it's a quote that I always think about. God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I could change and the wisdom to know the difference. So here's the thing about that favorite quote or model that you live by. If you haven't changed it in a year, that means that you actually live by it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Because I am thinking about it all the time. Hey, exactly. Favorite or most impactful book that you've read? This is another one too. How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. Hey, consistency wins. Three jewels that you would tell someone to create their best life. It's uh, being in the present moment, not thinking about the past and future, taking a lot of action to get your goals done and being positive throughout the process because you're going to have failure. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be ups and downs. Gotcha. This is a new question to the Create Your Life series. What was the last song you listened to on your playlist? So, <laughs> it's funny. It's actually, I don't know if you know the movie, like Back to the Future. Of course. So, and it's uh, Huey Lewis and the News, The Power of Love. Why do you like the song? It just has a, such an appealing beat. And then I love the movie. And then just the concept of the song, The Power of Love, mm. you know, it just gets me all excited every time I listen to it. So I listened to it before I came here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's next for you and Renew Energy? It's an exciting time because renewables and solar are growing exponentially. I think one thing that we didn't talk about that's big in solar energy is like 
Right now, it's solar is basically an intermittent form of power that you only get when the sun shines. Mm-hmm. But with energy storage and battery storage, you're not going to be able to store energy. So that's a game changer within the industry. And as a company, we're trying to figure out how to be involved and play with solar and storage. So I think that's one of the many exciting things that we're working on. Love it. What's the best way for us to keep in contact with you? Well, the best way is obviously we've been talking about the Solar Maverick podcast. So definitely check out the podcast, Solar Maverick. It's on all the major podcast platforms. You could also find me, Benoit Thangen, on LinkedIn. And also you could email at info at reneuenergy.com, info at renewenergy.com. And Create Your Life family, you will definitely be able to find all of Benoit's contact information in the show notes for this episode. So Benoit, we are at the last segment of the show and... It is called The Turnaround, Beautiful People. You guys know this because <laughs> Benoit gets to ask me any three questions that he wants, totally unscripted, and I have to answer. So, Benoit, I only have one request. Please be gentle. I will be gentle. <laughs> I'm excited about this because these are questions that I've always wanted to ask you, Okay. but I haven't had the opportunity. I know we work together. How did you get interested in podcasting? So, for me, so here's the funny thing. My godbrother told me to start podcasting in 2006. Wow, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And I completely did not listen to this guy. Funny enough, he also told me to go overseas and play professional basketball. And I didn't listen to him as well. And I should have went. So this guy is kind of like an oracle, funny enough. But for me, it was me being a professional speaker. And I wanted to have a way to engage with my listeners and audience members on a continuous basis. And so that sparked my interest. At the same time, I was a guest on a radio show, 90.3, where I used to be in Harlem. And I was on the Ash Cash show, friend of mine, Ash Cash. And I ended up inquiring if they had any room for another show. And so I started to do, I was going to start the podcast, but then I got the opportunity to be on radio. So I said, okay, I'll take my radio shows, take the music out and then turn them into a podcast. Create Your Life has been my model since I was a kid because that was my thing is that I was going to move far, far away from where I grew up at and be happy every day and create the life that I always dreamed of, which consisted of about four or five different goals. So that's how. Oh, that's interesting. That actually goes into the next part is what made you, I don't know if the audience is familiar, but what made you start Podcast Laundry? Yeah. So Create Your Life family, I'm sure you guys have heard the advertisements for Podcast Laundry within the show. And it is something that we do do. We do post-production for busy podcasters and corporations. Uh, Why did I start Podcast Laundry. So it was actually out of a place of pain for myself. So what was happening with me is, is that it's tough to manage every aspect of a show, right? You have to do the show editing, you got to do the graphics, you have to keep the schedule with the guests and you have to have uh, the show notes and all of these things and keep everything in sync and running smoothly, especially when you have a radio show that you need to be at on every single Sunday. So that kind of helped me to create a system. But essentially, I realized that this was a tough and a heavy load, and I had ended up creating a system for myself that worked where my show would, had a 19-day lead time from when it went from live radio to podcast. And so I had to like systematically create this thing. And so I said, you know what? I know for a fact that there are other podcasters who probably need this service. And so I actually got with one of my friends from college and we brainstormed and kind of, we kind of co-founded the idea. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to stay on board. So it ended up being myself and then, of course, you know, my staff. And so that's literally how the idea came. It was I understood that there was a pain from this, from going through the experience. And so I started to inquire and then I got some of my initial clients and just continued to build from there. And Benoit, I want to thank you, man. You're one of the initial clients of Podcast Laundry. So we're very thankful for you. Yeah. And Kevin and his team do an amazing job. 
job. So definitely check out Podcast Laundry. Uh, one of the things too, I wanted to know, I know this is the third question. What's the biggest thing you've learned for success from the guest that you've interviewed on the Create Your Life series? Like what's, if you could take, I know there's probably many, yeah. but what one takeaway? I think what keeps on coming to the top of things is, is very hard to pinpoint, number one, because there's so many different aspects. I think we're all different and you have to be able to be comfortable in being different. You have to be bold and authentic and actually be doing what it is that aligns with you. I feel like though that is just pivotal, right? Let's say I saw you make $10 billion in renewable energy and I wanted to jump over into the renewable energy space and start a company like yours. I might start out with the fire and might have some success in it. But in reality, if it's not my passion, it's just not going to work out. Yeah, definitely. And so you really have to get in alignment with yourself. And I call it the, like the, your inner compass. That's a real thing. And so I think that a lot of times it's mastering those inner beliefs and being authentic to yourself. Those inner limiting beliefs is a big thing. And I'm so happy you said that because honestly, a part of 2019 has been that for me is mastering those limiting beliefs and being aware when they pop up because it's so real. Trust me, I know. We talked about this earlier in the interview. Inner limiting beliefs is something that I'm working on as well. So, And the beauty of it is this, or the misconception of it is this, is a lot of times we're thinking that about ourselves and nobody else is. Yeah. So it's just like you said earlier, you just got to take action, man, and just do. And from there, you just continue to build and become better. Yeah, this is amazing words of wisdom. No, man, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. A huge difference and always authentic. That's the one thing that I really appreciate about you is that I know every time I see you, you know what I mean? It's just going to be that authentic interaction, man. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that's very important to me and people that I work with is to be authentic in all my relationships and genuine, try to communicate be as straightforward as possible. And I think people appreciate it. Cool, cool. Create Your Life family, thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate and review us. This helps us build the community and building the community is what we are all about right now so that we can deliver as much value as possible to you. So until next time, create your life and feed your ambition. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. 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 Create your life.